0: Greetings, magnificent one. Thank you for your presence. I appreciate you. My sister has a dog his name is Charlie he's a chocolate lab he's so beautiful. He was observing me and was kind of confused at what I was doing and tilted his head to the side and I realized this absence of communication that exists between him and I. He can't speak I don't understand bark (laughs) Uh, yet we can still communicate but there is an absence somewhere in there that doesn't allow it to be this full drawn out understanding and I definitely feel like this is With everyone, even if I can say words in a language that you understand, it doesn't mean that we're communicating clearly and that you understand everything that I'm saying. That's another conversation. (laughs) But observing Charlie. And then seeing this, maybe you could also say a gap in our communication, it brought me to feel into how I observe myself and how by observing the self, it allows you to truly understand yourself, self being with a capital S separate word so there's yourself which is one word and then there's your space capital S self referring to your human not technically but and I talk about this a lot when I speak about the sacred self, the sacred being the divinity in you and the self being this 3D version of you. And the sacred self being this balance between the two worlds. Hmm. <sighs> the more Charlie observes me, and the more consistent I am with my actions, the more he understands. If every time that I go to this bag, this yellow bag, I put my hand in and I pull something out. And then I tell him to do something. And if he does it right, I give him what I just pulled out of this yellow bag. Then he knows a treat is to come. I pull this treat out of this yellow bag enough times. He knows what's up with this yellow bag. If I tell him to sit enough times and ensure that him sitting happens after I say it, that consistency causes him to know, okay, when she says this word, this is what she wants. He observes me and then starts to understand my desires a bit more. And vice versa, I observe him when I see that he's sniffing around in a certain way during his walk, then I know that he's about to poop. He's consistently done it for X amount of time. So I understand that this is the process that happens. have observed him enough to know that when he hasn't been let out for a really long time, he has a lot of energy. And he's going to try and go buck wild many times before we even get out the door. Now I'd like to create a bridge from that story to the observation of oneself. My brother Danny once said that he realized when he was young, he was busy trying to be the main character the star of his movie. And now he's 50. He's tired. He doesn't want any problems. And he's realized that he's a director. And I was like, dang. Feel like the spiritual path, the older path, the wisdom path. The more you have experiences, the more you start a path of observation, taking that step back to look at things from the outside, of zooming out a couple times to get a new perspective, to analyze, to feel. to question to witness there's so much that we do unconsciously so much that's automatic. Maybe it's something simple like grabbing your car keys and walking out the door. You just grab the car keys because they're hanging on the joint. You open the door, close the door behind you, lock it, walk out to wherever you're going. If there's a key missing on your key chain, more than likely you're not even gonna notice if it's not one of the big keys, or maybe if it maybe it could be any key. You're just so used to just having that routine, it's automatic. You grab, you close, you do it, you go. Something else that could be automatic is Hmm. the way that you walk, the way that you talk, your tone of voice, your sarcasm, your jokes the way you chew. many different things that we do without even thinking about doing it are hugs people are, I've noticed that people in cities predominantly hug me in a specific way in a way where they just kind of have their hand on my back and they keep their body away, bring their chest forward, and kind of just push my body into their chest, like high chest, shoulder area, and then release in like two seconds, if even. and I'm not talking about now that it's COVID times it's just a thing it's automatic and they hold their breath that's another reason why I feel like the hug is so quick because they're trying to breathe again so they just want to hold really quick so they can let go to inhale. All this to say the more you can zoom out the more beneficial to you, the more beneficial to me, the more beneficial to us. I'd like to give you an example. Something that I've realized about myself, and I realized this when I was really young, I remember thinking wow, you do that? Does everybody do that? That's kind of cool. I'm not sure exactly what age, but I feel like it was possibly around nine years old, and I recognized it because when my father would ground me, when I would fight with my niece, which is a year older than me when there was a situation within the family an argument any type of imbalance I would always take a step back and look from the outside why did my dad ground me? did I do something? am I at fault here? is he just crazy? am I like what's going on? Or why is Jessica mad at me or why did she react that way did I do something to provoke her is there a reason why she feels that way what did I do taking, taking a step back zooming out and saying what role did I play in this situation Am I overreacting? Am I not seeing something clearly? And this continued all of my life. Like, it just is part of me. And I think this is why I'm. This is why I am where I am in this precise moment in time. Because due to that, when I was faced with different situations, I was able to handle them in real specific ways. Another example, I was about 16 years old and I was battling with depression and Praise to the great I am. It's 12.31. And I will usually tap out to a line. Yet I'm not going to do it in this conversation. I'll just praise all that is. And give thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Alright, so I'm battling with depression, 16, high school, Hispanic parents, I don't even believe that stuff. It's just a difficult time for me. I didn't even know it was depression. end up looking up, like Googling whatever to see what's wrong with me and finding out, oh, this is depression, okay, well then how do I deal with it? How do I do things, taking a step back and saying, why is it that I'm feeling this way? Is there something in my life that has just changed? Am I being treated differently? Has there been a trigger? And then moving accordingly. By becoming the observer, by zooming out, you can take a look at things with you being the third person, you human, taking a look from outside. You can take an extra zoom out and look at it from a standpoint of, okay, if my first zoom, I'm just, I know who I am. I see myself. I can see the surroundings. I can see a little bit. Okay, let me take another zoom out. And maybe not just observe the moment, but observe the day. Or not just the day, the week. Or not just the week, the month. Not just the month, the season. Not just the season, the year. I don't know. Just keep on taking a step back. And observing things from a different perspective. Maybe taking another step back and looking at things as what if I'm not looking at, like I'm not considering that this third person is me. Let me consider it to be A 16-year-old girl, born of Peruvian parents, who lives in Northern Virginia, who goes to Westfield High School, who has had this type of upbringing, looking at it from a foreigner's perspective as if I don't know me. That makes you see things so differently. Fast forward. I'm probably... I don't know, between 26... maybe, and I wanted to start loving myself, start this journey of like, okay, so how can I do this? I had to take a step back and be like, what's happening in my life right now? What don't I like? I had to observe to see what things I could change, what things weren't healthy for me. Fast forward to a few years ago when I really wanted to be more conscious of my speech, of the words coming out of my mouth because I recognized that words become things. to start observing myself self with a capital s observing what words am i using what kind of language am i saying from observing I started witnessing, okay, well, this is something I would like to change and then going into that transition phase in which I start to extract that from my life, extract that from my reality, from my vocabulary. We talk about meditation, it's about sitting down, being still. And many people are like, Yeah, but when i when I try and meditate, I think about too many things. Yeah. <laughs> Your mind is busy. There's a lot of thoughts present. And in that space you become the observer. And start to recognize what comes up. What is random? What doesn't belong to you? What affects you? And then you realize the more I become this observer, the more I realize who I am. more I recognize what thoughts belong to who. What thoughts belong to what parts of me. What thoughts shouldn't be listened to or even considered. Becoming the observer, allows you to witness what is currently happening what is consistently happening that may or may not be of benefit to you and if it benefits you maybe you can crank it up and if it doesn't benefit you you can crank it down or eliminate it completely Or at least start the transition to it. By becoming the observer, you can also realize how crazy your journey is. <laughs> how you might be undergoing a lot of stress. Or you might be making actions that aren't really your truth. Becoming the observer allows you to be the director, it allows you to shape shift. It allows you to reinvent, it allows you to progress. It allows you to have compassion for yourself. It allows you to understand. Back to Charlie observing me. If I observe that I am attracting a certain type of partner in my life, a certain type of friendship, then by being the observer, I can realize what type of patterns are continually happening, coming up, manifesting and possibly go back to the root and find out why. By becoming the observer, you can stop being the victim and be the victorious. So I invite you to practice being the, the observer. If you already do it, great. I'm proud of you. You're doing amazing. But there's always more. There's always more. What do you want? What do you desire? What have you been desiring for a while now and it's not manifesting? Take a step back. Zoom out a couple times. Is there something that you can do to speed up the process? Are you okay with the pace that it's going at? And if you're new to all this observing thing, start small. How often do you drink water throughout the day? Why don't you have enough time to stretch, work out, or meditate? Observe your day. Observe your week. Observe your month. Why is there never time? Where is time being allotted to? Observe your relationships? Do they fill you with joy? Do they leave you feeling drained, upset, frustrated, happy, confused? Observe your daily practices, rituals. Can something be upgraded? Are they benefiting you? Can something be added? Observe your thoughts, your thought process. The things you say to yourself. When you mess something up, when you forget something, you say, Fuck, I'm so stupid. What an idiot. You see, I'm so grateful I had caught that. Yes, I remembered. I'm so awesome. Become the observer. I love you, everything so much. You're doing a great job, so be kind to yourself. You've been through a lot, so be compassionate with yourself. There's always a transition period, no matter what you want to do, no matter what you want to start, no matter what you want to leave behind. The transition is important, it's the foreplay. Make it worthwhile. Because you are worthy of it. Be patient with yourself. Be loving with yourself. Because you deserve it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for receiving. Thank you for being. Thank you for doing your best. You're not trying, you're doing it. Trying doesn't exist. Either you do it or you don't. Maybe you're doing it and you're not doing it the way that you want, but you're still doing it. And I'm proud of you because if you're listening to me right now, it's because you're doing it. If you're still here right now, it's because you did it. No matter what that journey looked like, no matter what it felt like, no matter what you had to go through, no matter the pain, the tears, the suffering, the laughter, the embarrassment, the failure, you are here today, now, this moment. With me, I love you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I send you a big kiss on your heart. Send you a mango tree with the sweetest, juiciest mangoes. In case you don't like mangoes. will give you shade on hot days, you can climb it, and you can gift mangos to someone else who does love them, I love you. by the way. One in one on the outside. And it equals nine. Just a confirmation that you are divine. Because there is no denying it. This is a sign. <laughs> I love you. I love you.